Yeah, this is a jam, dude. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. This is literally an absolute banger. Oh my gosh. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the I Think This Is Love podcast. I'm your host, Cherie. And if you're a first-time listener, this is the podcast where we talk all about love. Today with me, I have one of my good friends, Andy Obregan. Andy, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I mean, before I do, I just want to give you a shout-out for that, because that is... I know how hard you worked on it. Thank so, you. So, well done. Thank you. Uh, yeah, my name is Andres Obregan Mantilla. Yeah, obviously, there's reasons why she couldn't have done that. <laughs> like, just physically impossible. Can you imagine if I just, like, spit that out perfectly? Just, I, my jaw would have dropped, absolutely. Actually, I would have given you my job, just off the bat. Just quit. Just, I just would have quit. I was like, yeah, just move into president. Uh, Andres Obregan Mantilla, um, originally born in Colombia, Barranquilla, Costeños. What's up? But, yeah, that's me, for now, at least. Awesome. Andy, do you want to give us a status update? Now, this is just your current relationship status and how you mm-hmm. feel about it. I uh, feel pretty good, although ask me once like the tax breaks come through, then I'll feel even better. But I got married in June, and we've, yeah, we've been married for about seven months now, almost seven months, a couple of days. Uh, but we've been together for what will be nine years here in this coming summer. Nice. Okay. It's time for us to go on the friend date, and this is just where I'm going to ask you a string of semi-personal questions and just answer them to the best of your ability. So if you had an autobiography, what would be the title? Uh, <laughs> we don't know how we got here, dot, 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 but we're making it work. Or we'll make it work. Something along those lines. Yeah, perfect. If you help me write my biography, considering you know me in like a very specific way. Andrew Obregon. Uh, it would be Oregon. Thank you very much. Look, trust me. If I ever need to escape for whatever reason and just like blend into this United States, I already got my name sorted out. Andrew Either Oregon or Oregon. I think Oregon, just to give myself like an Irish background. That way people will be like, oh, this guy? No, no like, he, he never could have. And I think I'd be fine there. Oh and then gosh. my middle name is Felipe. So I would change that to Philip, Phillip. obviously. So Andrew, Andrew Philip Oregon. That's a completely different name at that point. <laughs> and that, if, if you change your name to that, then that just should be your autobiography name. Oh. Title. <gasps> Ooh, or what if I submit it under like a pseudonym? Okay. There you go. That way it sells more books. So like, because they're like, oh, I can actually read this person's name. AP Orbergan. <laughs> uh, that's mm, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. You know, what? I re- I regret this immediately. Oh god, regret coming on this entire show. Love it. Okay, in a movie about your life, yeah, which actor would play you? Michael Pena. That was so fast. Not well. It's funny because I was cause I was listening to the podcast and I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm gonna get that question, and then it made me think about it. And I was like, how many Latin actors are there anyways? And I was like, oh, snap. Michael Pena, why not? One, because I literally cannot think of that many other Latin actors. <laughs> Two, I think him as an actor that I've seen fits my like personality of generally being goofy. But then like he's got a couple performances out there where he's mad serious. And you're like, oh, snap. My guy's got range. And so Michael Pena, because I'm always mad goofy, but I can't be serious whenever necessary. Um, you know, I don't prefer to be, and he can do that. So shout out to him. Makes sense. Yeah. And then which actress would play your co-star and or love interest? So it'd have to be someone Shauna-esque, I guess. Right. Cause like, otherwise I'd just be like mass sketchy. I mean, like, this is, well, what is this movie <laughs> this though? This is your movie. What is this, this is movie? your movie. So it can be whatever you want it to like be. Like my movie about my life. Yes. Okay. So definitely. Okay. So yeah. So 
Then I I don't know what are some racially ambiguous actresses out there <laughs> like like Zoe Saldana oh, comes to mind. Oh, what's her name? She plays uh, Ann Perkins. Rashida Jones. Ah, yes, Rashida oh, Jones. Jones would be yep. Rashida Jones, Zoe Saldana. I don't know who else is out there. That's just like you're like. Those are the only like people who would take the ancestry dot contest and they'd just be like wild answers. Michael Pena, Rashida Jones. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would. Same. All right. Are you an only child or do you have siblings? I'm the oldest of three. Okay. And then my brother, he's just turned 14. Oh, wow. And my sister is 11 going on 12. So those are like pretty significant age gaps. Oh, yeah. No. Because you're like 40, right? <laughs> okay. Wow. I mean, I, my lower back honestly feels <laughs> like it, but everything else about me is very much 26. Okay. Although, my yeah, my parents don't goofed. I mean, shout out to my sister, because she was for sure an accident, because they, like, admitted it to me, and I cannot <laughs> wait for her 18th birthday, because I'm for sure give her, like, a bomb-ass present, but then I'll be like, oh, also, you literally were unplanned. Oh, my God. Like, there's, like, nothing about you was planned. Wow. Glad to have you here. Great older brother. Glad to have you here, but just, like, you were not in the picture at all, until you were. Oh, my gosh. That seems like something my older sister would do. I think that must just be, like, a trademark of older siblings. Yeah. I'd say so. Well, because this is the thing, too. Whenever I'm, like, a parent, I want to keep that same energy for all my kids. So, like, I... No, because, like, this is the thing. It's like my, bullying your no, kids. Okay, exactly. Because my brother and sister are getting away with stuff that I never could have dreamed of when, like, <laughs> in their age now. So, like, I am going to try to have these kids either... Probably, like, as close as I can. So that way I'm still as grumpy from when I have the first one to the last one. Oh my so, like, if my first one just hates everything about just living in that house, you better believe the last one's going to hate everything about living in that house. Because I'm going to be consistent. I'm not consistent in a lot of things, but when it comes to just parental upbringing, I will absolutely yell at them all the same because I love them, though, because I want them to be better people. Wow. Better versions of myself. That is all. Makes sense. For sure. In some convoluted way. Uh, beach or mountains? Beach, but if I had to, like, look at one, mountain, for sure. Like, you know, I, like, looking at beaches? No. Like, the ocean? I don't know. But you like spending time on them. Yeah, like if I'm like hanging out, I'd rather hang out on a beach. But okay. if I have like a view, mountain, for sure. Because I like I don't like I don't hike. Like I don't like the most I just hike is like to the cupboard to get some chips or whatever. But beyond that, like I'd rather just hang out and be a beach bum. But <laughs> this I, answer makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But like all like something to me very scenic about just like forests and like greens and mountains, just like like in the morning with coffee that I don't drink. Yeah, be nice and a blanket that's not mine. I feel like this is the beginning of a Hallmark movie. I am a Hallmark movie. I try to be. Okay. When you were dating, what was mm. the most attractive trait in someone that you were looking to date? So I've only ever dated Shauna. Like, I mean, I've technically I've dated people like in seventh grade. And I lasted for like two weeks. Those so absolutely I, count. I, well, okay. They count on. for this podcast. I don't think they count in real life. Yeah, okay. Then they don't count. And Okay, so <laughs> they don't count. So, yeah, so I've basically only ever dated Shauna. Uh, and for me probably the biggest thing was just like i could tell that she was just like a good person mm. and so whatever the hell that means i don't know but she was just like a like i could just sense it in like her soul she was just like a nice human being and so i was like all right cool that's what's up and then she's friendly easy going so i was like all right this yeah. works so yeah. we made that work and then what was the least attractive trait not necessarily in shauna but just like in people that you were generally interested in mm. I mean, besides just, like, the general, like, are you sexist, homophobic, racist stuff? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't necessarily know if it's, like, a deal breaker, but it's, like, 
pretty damn close. Like, I hate cigarettes. Like, people just smoke cigarettes. I, I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to get over that initially if, like, I'm talking to you. I'm like, oh, you're an attractive person. This might be a thing. And they just whip out good old camel. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, don't talk to me. Like, that's, wow. uh, like, I, like, um, like, I don't want to look at you right now. I just All hate right. cigarettes. I don't know why. Weed, don't mind it. Cigarettes, hate it. Wow. That's what I'm at. I'm like, that's fascinating. Yeah. See, I feel like I can't do cigarettes, but that's because I think it smells bad, and I have asthma, so it just, it just wouldn't work from that standpoint. <laughs> it's beautiful, just like, hey, what's... Uh, uh. <laughs> I view. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I don't even know what asthma... Ah, damn. If you have asthma, I'm sorry. I have no idea what it sounds like or what it feels like. So I don't sound anything that's just, like that. That's just me assuming. Blame movies. Blame the movies. <laughs> just like the way. kids wheezing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how many times do you need your inhaler? Is that... Like, are those accurate representations? I mean, it just depends like, yeah, on the severity yeah. of you know your asthma attack Fair. and it depends on like what kind of asthma it is because some people have mm. like exercise induced asthma versus some people True. who are triggered by like allergens and whatnot Fair. um yeah. and also if you have an inhaler versus if you don't have an inhaler like i've never been far away for enough from my own inhaler that i've needed to start gasping like that gotcha air. so i don't really know if anyone knows let us know please okay so this kind of goes along with it but mm-hmm. what was a non-negotiable family for sure like uh i mean for me as far as just i guess me as a person and then culturally speaking um latin americans are generally pretty close so for you to not be able to i mean at least like at the beginning of dating right um for you not to be able to have any relationship or like to have a good relationship with my parents family um or to even want one that'd be completely different that'd be worse actually but that would probably be like the one thing i'd say because friends like that's and I think I, could, I think I could make that work. But family, like, family's always been there. Family always will be there. And so for you not to get along is something that, like, that would just have to be a conversation. But for you to not even want to try, mm-hmm. then I'm just like, like, don't even look at me. Because I, I just know it's not worth our time because just down the line, that will be a hassle. And family's always been there. So, like, why would I turn my back on them? In a perfect world, I'd have both. And right now I do. So yeah, works out just fine. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, me and Bria talked about that. Um, that's been that's been one that has come up a few times. Not always in this section, but like generally, a theme is like either I want them to really love my family, or I don't get along with my family, so yeah. I don't really want that. Um, so that's interesting. Well, Sharia, I should also, I mean, for the listeners at least, they should definitely know that you and I, through like improper family <laughs> lines, are technically, I think, I would describe it as step siblings. Because Bria okay. was a second year when I was a first year, and her, along with Brian Park, my Asian father, have made a Latin boy. And so those are my parents as far as the program goes. And considering that Bria is basically like your other mom, I would this say. This is going to be right? the most racist episode that I ever recorded. You make that sound like a bad thing. Also, some people have made livings off of that. So, You're not wrong. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's just, I just, I want to let people know. Yeah, we're basically step siblings, and that's why I hate you. Mm, so. Oh, I love you too. All right, moving on. Do you believe in soulmates? Define soulmates. You define soulmates. Do I believe in the concept that there's one individual person that exists for everybody else in the world? Not even a little bit. Because <laughs> no, because like statistically speaking, right? There's like what seven and a half billion people in the world. Cut that down in half. Three point seven five, whatever. And then out of those, like out of that three point seven five, however many I could feasibly date in terms of age range there's a few million people that I, I feel like i would be able to be compatible with at least one out of a other couple million people like that's to me i just don't 
believe it just like out of practicality i yeah. guess i mean it's like a, and don't get me wrong it's like a nice concept right but in terms of everything that i've seen especially because like people getting remarried and then being happy in that second marriage and everything i just i'm not buying it and maybe it's because i've just gotten grumpier as i've gotten older when i was younger i was like oh yeah soulmates for sure like <laughs> like why wouldn't you believe like that's beautiful and i was like that's stupid like don't even, like that's just the dumbest thing i've ever heard I can and sort of do buy into the concept that there is people that were probably naturally through like the ether or whatever it be, either our crass or past are supposed to cross or we're like naturally inclined towards. Yeah, sure. I'm in for that. But as far as like the concept that there's literally just one <laughs> and only one that I only have one person ever. No, and that everybody else is like, me no. out a little bit personally. Cause I'm like, what happens if like they're a jerk or they die or, and that's, and that's what's right. And so you're just a shafted for the rest of your life. Like, no, like what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but your soulmate's dead. That's what I'm saying. Like, like imagine that Hallmark movie that just 30 minutes, they fall in love and then he dies. Oh, that's so and that's sad. It, and that's it like no no and <laughs> that's what like what if you're so wait do you watch you on netflix you 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 no damn well you should but like what if your soulmate like kills you or like wants to kill you because they're like low-key like kind of crazy like, then the universe sucks that's yeah. okay so that's what i'm saying like like <laughs> i cannot really believe, i cannot together. believe that the universe is just so just garbage that your one song like no i just no i just cannot man that's so funny all right what were the telltale signs that you were into someone uh the telltale signs that i was into shauna just talking to her all the time basically well because back in my day oh now i get to use that do you know what aim is yeah you do yeah yeah okay my right. my older sister had it oh jesus all right. i tried to tag on to it but it was never yeah. cool for my friends i mean i remember like we would stay up like mad late just on the computer just like talking so like, yo what's up and like there were certain days where there was practice or whatever like i would i know for a fact like i would wait for her to come back and like get online and be like oh hey what's up or like her would probably wait for me so i just like that want to like keep talking to that person and being in their like company yeah i'd say it's like the biggest one slash was the biggest one is that how me. you were in middle school as well you just oh. talk a lot do you think I've changed that much since middle no. school? Exactly. No. no, I'm literally just a slightly smarter version of myself than I was 13 years. Slightly. Or, yeah, 13 years ago. I mean, I have a master's. People are going to listen to this and be like, she's the meanest person ever. Do you need me to do a PSA of like, this is our relationship no, and this okay. is how we are? And that at all times, Cherie knows that the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> and that I interviewed you when you applied to your grad student here. And I was like, yeah, oh no, gosh. she's cool. All right. How did you know that you were in love? Hmm. How did I? I mean, I guess I'd say I started figuring it out when I was like thinking future, like plan, like legitimate future plans. Like, oh, this person's someone that I can like start a family with. This person's someone I can marry. This person's someone I could do like real quote unquote real relationship type stuff. I guess. So it was kind of like gradual, right? Yeah. Was, like this was the one moment. Yeah. No, I literally could not. T- Honestly, the, the other day, well, the other day was couple months ago we were trying to figure out like one who said i love you first to the other one i don't think we found like we came to an answer on that one and then when it was i don't think we came to an answer on that either wow so so you all like don't even remember like uh this is when this person said i love you i personally don't i don't think she had one either wow and granted she did say how she remembers like the first day that i like came this because i came to school like because i moved to athens which is where we met from Arlington, Virginia. And so I came like when school was like started and she remembers like 
me being presented in the front of the class. It's like she remembers like seeing me. Oh, I was, so you all are like high school sweethearts. We're middle school best friends, high school sweethearts. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's the cutest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty damn cute. I'll give myself a wow. shout out. But I don't know if I'd say I, it was when I realized I was in love. But it was when I realized that like I did care for Shauna a lot, <laughs> like a lot in the sense of like legitimately dating her. Yeah. Okay. Was when she got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got like mad jealous, wow. and it was, and that's why like I did the super shystery thing of, like I found out she was dating that dude. I was, oh my god, I was so goddamn treated. I, I was so hurt that day when I found out. I just remember I was just so upset for whatever reason. Well, probably because I had all the chances in the world to like ask her to be my girlfriend, because um, we like we knew we liked each other, but we just never. So that's for me, I, like all I'd ever seen from middle school and high school relationships are people just breaking up. And then hating each other. So I was like, why would I do that to like someone who's one of my best friends? And so she started dating someone. And like a week into them dating, what was it? Oh, yeah, I sent her like this long message on like Facebook. And I was like, yo, just so you know, like I do like you. And she oh was gosh. like, why? Like, I mean, in nicer terms, like, why the hell would you do this now when yeah. I'm dating someone? I was like, yeah, because I'm a piece of shit. So <laughs> there's that. Um, and then eventually they broke up. And then we, and, and, and it's funny. Yeah, yeah, I had my chance. I blew it. But then eventually they broke up. And then she was mean to me for a month, which I try to hold over her head because she's rarely ever mean. Um, and then we got over that and then we became best friends again. And then summer going into my senior year of high school, I asked her out. She was like, yeah. And then I immediately left for Columbia for like three months. <laughs> well, cause it was also cause I was like, oh, I don't wanna lose the momentum. Oh so I'm just gosh. like, commit to this right now. And then we'll start once I get back. Wow. And so that was that. And then we're married now, nine years wow. after starting dating yeah it's great we've been yeah which is i was thinking about the other day i've been in a relationship for like a third of my life like i basically wow. i was born and then i like was a kid and then i had puberty and then i've just been in a relationship like it's basically <laughs> how i could split my life into three ways wow i mean i'm just gonna give ourselves a shout out <laughs> i had to use it once oh you know i had God. to use it once so and it's funny she's probably gonna listen to this and she hates that app so she's literally probably just gonna pull over and just yell <laughs> Like, on her way to work, she's like, hey, you're an idiot. You made me look bad. That's hilarious. <laughs> Love you, babe. Have you ever had your heart broken? I don't think so. Was it the month that Shauna had a boyfriend? That wasn't <laughs> you. Well, I mean, I guess as far as, like, heartbreaking, like, yeah, I guess. When if she's, it wasn't, if, it, if you don't feel like it was, then you don't I don't. I mean, I just remember I was just, just mad grumpy. I was like, this is stupid. I should have dated her. And I was just going to go in my room and just be pouting the whole time to play <laughs> super mario smash bros and just beat the shit out of this level and then call it a day wow. i don't think i've ever had my heart broken in the way that yeah. other people do okay do you have a most memorable date story i mean i'll say like well with the exception of the story that i just told you because that's I mean, that's how it all started more or less um for me i think a memorable like factoid of our relationship is that prior to me asking to propose or me asking her to marry me We'd been together for eight, seven years at that point. Um, and I'd never once like cried in front of her. And so she, and she cried however many times she's cried, which is more than one. <laughs> um, but, and like, I, I remember I was nervous like on the night of, but just like the moment that I like went to like ask her, like you believe that I just absolutely bawled. I bawled, I bawled, I bawled ugly. I bawled ugly. Like I don't even think, I, like granted, she says that she heard me say, but I don't think it. Um, that like legit asked her like like marry me or I don't even think I got the words out. Oh my um, gosh. And so like that was like the first time that she'd ever like seen me cry. And so that for me, I don't know. I think says a lot about how much I feel about her. So I'm like that's like 
I don't know. I w- realistically, would I change it? I don't think so. At the time, I was like, "How stupid, Andy! Piece of shit! Like, get together, man! <laughs> like, like, what the hell's wrong with you? You had one shot, and then just start playing Eminem's. Like, you have one shot, one opportunity. You gonna blow it? You gonna let it slip? Um, but I think I would rather keep it that way, just because like that was a true expression of my emotion towards her. Or I was just super nervous, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna cry." <laughs> And I just need you to love me and just say yes. And so, oh my yeah. gosh, said, yeah. that's the sweetest thing I've heard. Wow, from you. It's not. No, 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 don't. Life, but... <laughs> don't worry about wow. it. Wow, it's not gonna get much better than this. After this, it's all fart jokes. <laughs> Can only go up. Can only from here. go up from here. Oh my gosh. Okay, what does friendship mean to you? Does friendship mean, um. And like in relation to like a significant other, or just like friends. Just friends, like just friends. I mean, just people that you get along with, share interests with. People that you can also like argue with. I would say because I'd say one thing that I appreciate about like friends that I have is being able to engage in conversations, like knowing that they think differently than I do. Um, especially with like how the world is today, like there's a lot to just argue about or just view differently. And so the ability to like have someone that you can confide in enough to be like, this is a thought that I have. Is it wrong? Is it right? What is it? Like, how do you feel about it? And for them to be able to do that with you, I think is also important as far as friendship beyond just the general, like, hey, stay up till 3 a.m. playing Fortnite. All right, cool. <laughs> like, sure, I can do that with anybody. Yeah. And then this kind of goes along with this, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, but what does family mean to you? Uh, family, I'd say, is a pl- I mean, family's both of people and like a feeling I, I think I mean obviously I got my family as far as them living in New Jersey and people that I know like if, if life just goes to hell I could always just go to New Jersey and just hang out with my family and just build myself back up um, but it's also a, a place where like you feel comfortable um, family doesn't actually have to be blood um, I'm lucky enough that I have a good relationship with my immediate family but I think over time you start realizing that there's people who you become more than friends in the, in the way and they're like there's someone who like legit like half like you just consider them to be a legit brother sister whatever uncle um and so family is also like a feeling in the sense of just being comfortable and being in a space where you know you can be yourself and just be happy and just like enjoy the little things in life yeah definitely and then what scares you most about love what scares me most oh man what scares you most? <laughs> this is weird. I feel like I'm being interviewed well, on my own show. Because this is the thing. Because I've, like, I feel like I'm in a position now where everything I say just loses credibility whenever I'm talking to someone who's single. Because like a third oh. of my life has been in a relationship, basically. I don't think it loses credibility. I can see why you would feel and that like, way. I was like, and I don't know if it's some but of the people... I think that there are probably also people listening to this that are going to be more similar to your like life place right now that are probably going to relate to whatever you say but I think for me what scares me most about love is probably feeling like I love someone a whole whole lot and then finding out that they don't love me back um or that like what I thought was love for them like wasn't and that they never loved me to begin with Mm. right because yeah you put all that work a lot of time and find it was worth nothing yeah, it's a shot to the heart. I'll take that. Um, I mean, for me, just now, I think it's more of just like the f- 
falling out of love, probably. Mm-hmm. And not, you know what? This thing, Sean's going to be listening, probably. So I'm be like, Sean, I love you. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. But I, I mean, just like, in, like as just people that worry, like what would it be that would like cause us to like fizzle out or yeah. anything? Or like, or not even that, but just like what signs would I have missed? Or like, where is it that I should have changed to make things better? Because um, I think that's like, because that's something that I think people could have made differences in. I think that's the saddest part is the fact that you could have changed one or two things and then you could have stayed in your relationship that you both committed so much time to as compared to just like, wait, I don't know. Some people talk about like waking up one morning and then you're like, oh, nope, I'm good. Like for me, I think it, I think it has to be something more gradual. And so either not seeing like the signs or just for whatever reason, not making the necessary changes to like do better and like stay in that. Um, but ultimately people also change though so i don't necessarily think it's like a bad thing if you you know end a relationship again i have no plans to end the relationship that i'm in <laughs> but uh i also think people gotta do what's best for them and people change life changes so that's the case and you just gotta do what you gotta do right yeah so it's time for us to move on to the topic of the week Ooh. and this week's topic is interracial dating oh hell yeah so Interracial dating is something that I think has become more common, but definitely not everywhere. And um, I think it can be hard to talk about and it creates a lot of feelings that people don't always know how to navigate. So I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Um, So what are you and Shauna's ethnic backgrounds? So for me, I'm just, I'm just a purebred, just all hundred, just 100%. Whenever people are like, yo, 100% Colombian coffee, I am that coffee. Just, just <laughs> let me just put that out there. Both my parents are from Colombia. I was born there. Uh, as far as Shauna goes, she's one of those people who's like ancestry, DNA, just bonkers. She's just got a little bit of everything everywhere. Um, but her mom's just like American white and her dad's African-American, American black, whatever you want to call it, black. I don't know. I've heard so many different like titles at this point, um, but yeah, her dad's a black. I just want to put a disclaimer on this that no one should repeat <laughs> most of the things that Andy uh, or I said. If it makes you, you people feel better, though, I'm still like enough you of an people. adult. What do you mean, you people? You listeners, just you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you people, you listeners, duh. If it makes you people feel better, hey, I'm the one on the microphone. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Did you ever expect to date someone who was ethnically different than you? Uh, well, this is the thing. Because I was just super chunky when I was younger. Just hella butterball, right? And so for whatever reason, I was like, man, ain't nobody going to love me. And so I just thought I was going to be like single for like the longest time. Aww. And so as like a weird like coping mechanism, I would just like flirt a lot, but then like not do anything. It was stu- <laughs> uh, it's stupid. It's so stupid. Like I, I, if I could go back, I'd just beat the shit out of myself and be like, do better. Just stop. Oh my gosh. Um, and so with that, I was like, eh, if anyone I can date, I'll date anybody. So I was like open to it. Uh, slash in the way that my life has worked around. Like I've moved around a lot between Colombia and the United States. So I always had, I mean, it was basically either I was in Colombia and I was like, oh, if I date someone here, it'll probably be Colombian. Or if I'm in the United States, like I met a variety of people from a variety of backgrounds that like I didn't have a specific mindset of like the type of person I would date. So I've, I have been open, was, actually no, was open not anymore uh to the idea of just like dating anybody so that wasn't a thing for me now was it something that you all ever talked about when you first started dating mm, no it's been more of a conversation in the recent years really? especially i mean it's been it's been like because we were one of the few diverse people in like our class um but i'd say as far as like talking about it i'd say in the like the last few years 
specifically, I think, around one, like the conversations that I was having in uh, grad school, and so like bring that into the conversation that I have with Shauna. But then two, in like the conversation that we have about like having kids, because like we don't know what the hell that kid is gonna look like. It's gonna look <laughs> like something, right? And so for us to figure out, like, one, like, what are we gonna do? Um, two, also for her, like having her experiences as like a mixed woman. Granted, in Colombia, that we do like all this, I don't know, juju, if you want to call it magic, whatever, where you hold like a, like a sewing needle at the end of a string and then you put it over someone's palm. And depending on how many times it like moves and how it, how, yeah, how many times it moves and the way in which it moves, you're like supposed to find out how many kids you're supposed to have. And I did it like one year and then I did it like three years later when I went back and visited and I got the same one every time. And so I got three, like, I'm supposed to have three daughters. Wow. Which is fun, I guess. Great. Cool. And you're going to yell at them all the same. Exactly. Because, you love them. because I, that's what I'm saying. I'm consistent. That's what I'm saying. Like, you make that sound like a bad thing. <laughs> Like, if I'm going to yell at one for not doing their bed, then I'm going to yell at the other one for not doing their bed. Or if I was going to be like, hey, I'm watching my TV when I'm so clearly asleep, then I'm going to yell at all of them for that. <laughs> like, like, it's just not, no, no. Um, but yeah, like, her being a mixed woman, um, like, her experiences and her having, like, the language now around that will definitely come in handy when, if we have three daughters, for her to be able to, like, relate to them in that way. Um, and obviously, being, like, a person of color, my kids will be of color in some way, shape, or form, and so I'll be able to talk to them about that too. But there is definitely, like, I think, an importance to her also having more intentional, I guess, like, language around it so she can, like, then talk to our kids. Slash, I'm definitely counting down the days for when my kids, like, go to school and then just, like, some asshole kid comes up and be like, why does your hair look like that? Or, like, why Like why is your, like, like, I'm just waiting for that day because I'm be like, yes, like, 2319, 2319, Monsters, Inc. <laughs> reference. Like, let, like, let's have this conversation right now. Because the last thing I want to do is to, like, I mean, obviously, I don't think I'd do that. But for kids who, like, grow up and they, they don't have this, like, kids of color who grow up and they don't have this conversation. And then they just get smacked in the face with, like, a good old healthy dosage of just casual racism <laughs> or whatever. No healthy dosage. Yeah, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 200% of vitamin C of just racism. <laughs> then and then like they don't know how to react to it yeah and that's like the one thing that i don't want like i want to have my kid prepared to at least be aware of the fact that some people might look at them and be like mm, i don't like you um or some people might be like mm, i don't like you and you should go back to where you came from so yeah. right so being able to like have this conversation with them and prepare them to think a little bit outside the box maybe i don't know if that's the proper term for that but just be aware yeah how did your friends and family react to you and shauna dating was there any hesitation or did people seem pretty supportive did people not care what was that like supportive not care i'd say as far because we had a pretty similar friend group and so us being like high school sweethearts all of our high school friends like yo that's what's up like but as far as like my family goes um they already at least my like immediate family because realistically it's my mom my dad my brother my sister they're all together obviously and then i have an aunt and like two cousins in the united states who my aunt and like one of my cousins in New Jersey, like 30 minutes away from my parents. And I have another cousin in Florida. Everybody else on both my mom's side and dad's side is in Columbia. Um, so they weren't really like, whatever they would get, it was through Facebook or talking to my parents. Um, but my mom and dad were supportive of it. They knew I had like a good relationship with Shauna. Um, and her parents, as far as I know, had a good relationship or had a good feeling about it. Because um, I, with the exception of the handful of times that I made Shauna cry, and she got sad about something that I did. Um, I like to think I treated her pretty well. And they were like, oh, he's a 
decent enough person. We'll, we'll, we'll allow it. Um, so there wasn't a lot of, I don't think, negativity around okay. this, which is great. Yeah. Lucky. Because um, I know that's not the same case for everybody. And I'd say that we were lucky to be supported and loved by people around us and make that work. So. Yeah. Do you feel like you have ever faced any challenges that were specifically related to race or cultural upbringing? Culturally, yeah. Um, I mean, one, Sean is not like a fluent Spanish speaker. And so whenever we go to like my family um, and whenever we eventually make the trip down to Colombia together, there's like that's always a barrier of like, you know, not everyone speaks Spanish. And so I'm like her. I mean, granted, she tutored like athletes in Spanish for like a year or two at OU, but she's not fluent. And so what that means as far as like me being like, like what, like what role do I play in terms of her conversation with other people? Um, that's probably been like the biggest challenge as far as that goes. Um, then the other thing I'd say is for a time, cause my parents were like, are these, I mean, realistically, machismo totally exists in the Latin community but moms run the household that like that's just a fact and so my i mean my mom and dad but my mom um like having like a lot of say in terms of what our relationship was like looking like in terms of us living together that's probably the biggest one i can think of because in because we both came to miami at the same time for grad school she got her own place i got mine and i don't know if we talked about it about living together like that first year when we were here we definitely talked about it that second year though. And just like, I know my parents like weren't for it. And so that like being one, well, not, not only like a hassle for her, but like a financial burden. Cause like she could have saved so much money. Right. Had we lived together. And like, I didn't like, I was like, for me, I was like, I'm indifferent. Cause like on one hand I got my own space on the other. She lives with me and saved money. Like cool. Um, and slash like I knew like I was mentioning I was gonna get married. So I'm like, Oh, this is like my last year of, having a bachelor fat or whatever oh just like, which honestly doesn't mean anything because i do the same shit like now <laughs> that i did then it's just like i just i don't know i maybe wear boxers now or i'm just like oh maybe wear shorts now or whatever maybe i'll wear shorts. i don't know i just don't have oh no you know what the biggest difference is is that i can not or i can choose whenever i want to shower when i was by myself or sean would be like any smell like shit shower it's like, or like how long did you mean she showered get in there it's disgusting i mean that's real love yeah that's what i'm saying right that's how i know she loves me whereas like when i was by myself i was like i ain't gotta see nobody today i'm just gonna <laughs> just ride through my own filth thank you very much um but yeah just like knowing now like how much of like a financial burn that was and like me having to play like that weird balance of oh this is like my longtime girlfriend to be at some point wife oh, this is my family, like, where, where the hell am I supposed to be? And so I know, I mean, ultimately, like, we live separately. But just, like, knowing that the conversation with my mom was, like, yeah, we don't want this to happen. Like, and you, if you can do it, like, if you want to do it, go ahead. But, like, know that we're going to be disappointed in you. And I'm, like, what the hell am I oh, supposed to do? Like, what, like, that's, and I'm, like, how are you going to put me in that situation? Yeah. Like, it's literally thousands of dollars that we're saving. They're, like, we're just, you know, that's just not how we were raised or whatever. And I'm just, like, I mean, there's, I always have this idea that if I go back, I'd be like, that's stupid. I would do it anyways. I literally have no, like, I would love to bandersnatch that episode and just see, like, <laughs> what would have happened then and just, like, see what, like, would my parents still be at my wedding? I don't know. I mean, they would. But just see, like, what the out, outcome of that would have been. Um, but, like, that was probably the biggest one recently as far as everything. Um, 
and then obviously with it, like planning the wedding each family has like their interest and my family was like oh we can just invite like a ton of people and i was like we're trying to keep it to 100 like i can't like we're not just all going to invite your friends like that's not how that works so like, mm, okay and so that was also like another conversation as far as my friends be like you gotta invite this person and i'm like mom we only have 100 slots like dad we don't have 100 slots like, I, I don't think you know like unless y'all want to help pay for like more of it like we'll see what happens but um i think that's probably like those are the two biggest ones recently otherwise you didn't really have anything that i could think of has there been anything that has been a good surprising or really interesting that you feel like you've learned about yourself or about Shauna in relation to um, race or culture, anything like that? I mean, I don't know if it was surprising, but something that, like I enjoy is that Shauna, along with like close family friend of, of her mom's, um, whenever we go and like, hang out with them, it's like always like pretty cool buddy buddy, and we all have like general similar ways of thinking as far as like politics and all that. Um, but for me, if you haven't figured it out already, race jokes, love them. Oh, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, grand stuff. Um, but for me, like, I'll crack a couple. Like, I'll usually, I'll usually throw a couple softies out there and just see, like, how people react. Um, but then, like, the like close family friend, um, she's also, like, always down for it. And so like, it's always something I can just, like, go just have that little bit of a joke with. Because um, realistically, like, she knows I'm not Mexican. But she's like, hey, what up, Mexican? You want some, like, I don't know, Mexican food, right? What do you oh want? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, mm, you know me. This is good. Because this is the thing. This is the thing. Lo- like, on, like, Sean's, like, side, there's, like, low-key someone who's, like, kind of racist. And, like, they say stuff, like, and they mean it. Yeah. Like, like, they, <laughs> the like, they definitely cracked a joke at, like, my grandma. Because we were talking about my grandma making soup. And they're like, oh, yeah. So, right? Because well, like, I was talking about how it tastes so good. Because it's this, like, soup called, um, I forget what the hell it's called. But it has, like, a boiled egg in it. Which I hated when I was younger. But now we love it. Um, we were talking about it, and he was like, oh, what's so good about it? Is it cocaine in it? And I was like, I don't know you oh, like that enough to where you yeah. can just be, like, cracking out these jokes. And this is, and like, the thing is, like, he's, like, up there in age, and so, like, we like we just kind of let it slide because um, we don't want to make any, like, issues or whatever with it. But I'm just like, you don't know better. And that's the thing that irks me. Whereas, like, yeah. other people, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know better. Like, we cracked, oh, I make fun of you for being white all the time. Cool. Whatever. You're going to have a quinceanera. I'm going to have a quinceanera. Neither of us will ever have a quinceanera because we're not Mexican women. Like, I, I, wonderful. Um, but that's been like something that I've enjoyed. All I'm saying is jokes are, for me at least, a very important part of being able to live life. Because yeah. relating back to like the non-negotiables, like humor is also. Well, I think that it's important to note, and I'm saying this specifically for the audience because I want to be really careful. There's a huge difference between like me and you right. joking about race because one, it's a way that a lot of people of color cope yep. uh, with the trauma yep. um, versus oh, I'm going to make this joke to someone that I just met and have no idea how they feel about it or what they think. Because while some people are okay with making jokes and um, using that as a, as a way to talk about a really serious topic lightheartedly, not everyone is in the same place. So um, yeah, I think it just depends, but I definitely get that. Cause I mean, I think for, I guess, I guess it's like a way for us to like cope and make sense of everything slash, I think humor can also be a way of like showing understanding of the fact that you're like in your identity, you have something going on. Mm-hmm. It goes much more beyond that. And so like with the example, like I know for a fact that he doesn't really like the one who made the joke about my, my grandma, like he doesn't know what the hell's going on. And so, so it's like, he, he just made, I was like, God damn it. Like, oh, you're, you're okay. Whatever. And uh, he's been cracking jokes like that for like the longest time, but it's just more of the fact that like, I know he doesn't know like what I'm talking about or what he's talking about. And he's, 
he doesn't know me like that either yeah it'd be different if he like ever had a conversation about like that and i like knew him to be like aware at least understanding of my situation his situation as far as like his place in my life but like that's just never happened so i'm like, mm, you just keep your own ways i'll just i'll just keep eating this free breadstick from olive garden don't worry about me <laughs> but yeah because like what does that look like for you as far as i feel like typically whenever we see i don't know pictures and images and conversations of interracial couples like an asian with someone else like is rarely seen it's so, like you're an offspring of that it's so, like how yeah. does that well i feel like it's different um because context always matters yes. but my mom was adopted when she was like six mm-hmm. so for all intent and purposes she is american gotcha. um, okay. our whole family is very just like everywhere so like my grandma yeah. is mixed um and my grandfather was black and so she mm-hmm. was adopted by like another sort of interracial couple in a way um and she's mixed so she's my mom's technically korean and black Mm -hmm. um and so it's just like a lot of different i guess histories and backgrounds but i think for my family okay have you seen blackish hell yeah that's basically how i describe my family is that your family yeah (gasps) that's basically my family only my mom isn't black and white she's black and korean and so like there's a lot of like my mom trying to figure out, you know, how like yeah. she fits into the world mm. and um, a lot of my dad being like the driving force of blackness <laughs> Love it. and then me and my sister trying to be like trying to grow up in these white yeah. suburbs, figuring out like what does being black mean to us? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah, I know. But I think for my family, it's it's never been like a huge it's never been a problem. Like it's yeah. always been more of like we have random things that we do. So like. I make jokes about how I literally eat rice with every meal because I always have done that because my mom's Korean and like my mom will like make Korean food and like we have chopsticks everywhere in our house and like they're like little things. They aren't huge differences, Mm -hmm. I guess. It's just more like small, fun cultural things are like a little bit different in my house. Um, But it's always been something that was really fun and really cool for me. I think it's interesting talking about interracial dating and couples when it's not the typical white and something else because i feel like Mm -hmm. when people talk about interracial dating that's usually what they're talking about is somebody like a person of color with a white person um but i feel like there's something a little bit different about when it's two people of color because like there is to some extent like that at least like the shared experience of being people of color in america like well yeah because i i generally for i mean for people who are mixed there's always and you probably attest to it there's always that point of like am i more of something or like yeah. what am i more of or like like where like what is my space whereas for me like i'm basically i don't know i feel like i'm kuntel on like the roots like you like no matter how <laughs> many times you like tell me that my name's not um kunta kente i'll be like no like i know like i know what i am i know where i'm at so like i have no doubts in my mind then for sean at the point where she's been like all my friends are white or like a lot of my friends are white at least like i'm just you know like what the hell does that mean for me like the conversation for that then like i mean i can't relate but i can try to empathize and those conversations that we've had have been good yeah great same for you i assume yeah i'm sure a lot of it too just is related to how it's become more common i would say mm-hmm. um like again i don't think it is like the most common everywhere but i do think that it's more common and i think it it's feels more, more normal common. yeah to see interracial couples yeah i mean like i've dated white guys before and Oh, like get I, it. You're edgy, dude. Oh my gosh, you dated a white guy. Oh wow. Um, You're not no, racist. You like, dated a white guy. <laughs> I have white friends. I promise. Uh, 
No, but I say that because I don't remember there ever really being any like issues when we were dating. Yeah. But I do think that they exist for people. Like I right. think that like people have definitely had challenges with interracial dating, but I think I haven't experienced yeah. it. Um, at least not to the extent that other people have. Which like assuming that we make it past twenty thirty right because i mean this whole world we're just, just going shit we're not doing a good job but we're all just gonna bone ourselves and do a just shade of beige so why not just jump the train you know just get on it while it's so hot just interracial dating i'm telling you because like we're not just all gonna be like at some point 2050 20, 20, like we're just always gonna be like what are you it doesn't matter though because i feel like there will always be ways that people will like separate oh yeah for and, sure like, ways that people will just yeah. be jerks um whether it's race or class or... I mean, I think... I don't know. Down the line, economically, will be, like, the biggest difference. Yeah. Assuming that my vision of everyone just, like, making babies that are all just <laughs> ethnically ambiguous and we're all just some palette of beige manifests itself, then I think, like, economically at that point. Yeah. But for now, <laughs> for now, we can easily be racist to each other and, you know, we just do what we gotta do. Oh, my gosh. On that note... Love it. Smooth transition. I think it's time for us to uh, move on to 575. This is the segment where we are going to write love haikus to our listeners. So we're going to pull these words out of these cups, and then we'll be back right after we write them. All right, everybody. So we are back, and we're ready to read these love haikus. Andy, what words did you have? My words were loyalty, star, and admire. And then if you want to read your title and just your poem whenever you're ready. All right, so admiring loyal stars. These are my three words. Loyalty, star, admire. Y'all are good people. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. That was the most Andy poem I've ever heard. You're welcome. Just blew out the mic. I hate myself too, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What'd you get? This is called Your Love. And I the words that I have are dream, bay, and patient. Ooh. You are so patient. Your love is like a dream come true. Will you be my bay? Wow. That left me yearning for more. <laughs> all right so it's time for fix my love life as always i say this jokingly because i'm not an expert and andy is definitely not an expert so (laughs) this question comes from alex so alex's question is what is the difference between loving someone and being in love with someone andy any thoughts i mean i think the difference is just like future just like planning right because you can be like i think loving someone is a bit superficial like i would compare that somewhat similarly to lust in the sense of i like what i'm seeing and i like where we're at but i don't necessarily see anything like going beyond as far as relationships go um because ultimately you can love like your parents and you can love your friends but being in love with someone i think is something where you want to not only spend time with them but like also improve upon each other's lives and like commit to becoming like a unison or becoming like a united front i guess and so i would say that's the main difference in terms of whereas you're in love with someone 
you want to do things you want to live life you want to navigate life with that person whereas if you just like love someone romantically like i don't necessarily know if there's a lot of like future planning ahead with that Hmm. interesting take i feel differently so i'll I'll give i'll give my perspective too so that alex has a rounded view fair so when i think about being in love i think more along the lines of feelings and Mm -hmm kind of not that like feelings are always fleeting but I think of it as like you could be in love with someone and be really excited and be really passionate about them but you might not feel that way forever doesn't necessarily Mm. mean that you stop caring about them or stop loving them um but I feel like being in love is more of like a wild passionate thing um that is something that you can you know like fall into and it doesn't feel as controllable or as when I think of like loving someone I do think of like friends and family and you know um that sort of thing but I feel like that kind of love is more of a long-term or more rooted or foundational sort of thing um where it's like you have to actively like make a choice to care for that person and love them and do things for them and be in a relationship with them Um, So I guess for me, the big difference feels like one of them happens to you, like you fall in love with someone, Mm. whereas loving people feels more like a choice or actions that you take to, Mm. I guess, continue to love people or something like that. Yeah, I can see that. Does that whole thing of just like people seeing someone or meeting them for the first time be like, I'm going to marry you someday? Is that real? Is that in movies? Um, I think it is real in the sense that like, Every time I see a relatively attractive guy whose personality isn't trash, I'm kind of like, wow, I could definitely see this working out. But like, nice. again, that's not special. That's like every time. That's every single So man. in that sense, eventually, hopefully I'll be right. Wow. And then I'd be able to say, like, I knew as soon as I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> so like in that sense, I yeah. feel like it probably does happen. Um, okay. Andy, it is time for the relationship of the week. This is just the portion where you get to say whatever it is that you want to say to people, encouragement, challenge, words of wisdom, anything like that. Your parting words. My parting words. Um, my advice for people would be to just keep it funky. Just stay, just stay off these mean streets. Oh my Drink gosh. your milk. As always, if you have a question for the podcast, you can go to www.elephantsandlove.com, click on the podcast page, and submit a question right in there, and we will answer it on the show. All right. We will see you all next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.